uh, and tonight, person who's giving me the, giving our giving the testimony tonight, uh, she is just uh, just been transformed, turned around, spun around, and she is on fire. A very uh, very amazing, uh, gifted woman uh, that. Uh, and she'll tell you her story when she comes up. She's at our E101 campus. Uh, she recently did a backpacking trip through uh, Asia for about a month. And during that time, the Lord just gave her a hunger for the Word. And so she downloaded like 150 sermons off of our podcast. And she finished like 100 of those sermons during her month backpacking trip. So God was just doing amazing work through her and, and in her. And, and, and she's here tonight to just testify and share a little bit about her story of how God has just been transforming her and setting her on fire. I want us to put our hands together for Mary Yu. Come on. Show your love. Hi. Hello. Wow. Man, I'm bugging out that I'm standing up here right now. Um, But yes, I'm just going to have to stick to the script because I have a limited amount of time. So let me just uh, say that I am just so honored and amazed that I have this opportunity to share about how crazy and how impossible our God is, the God that we love and that we serve. So let me just read. Okay. I grew up in the church. I was a pastor's kid turned missionary's kid. So Lots of issues, okay? Um, all right, all right. Let me read. Um, I, uh, so I really deeply loved Jesus at an early age. Um, yeah. Uh, because I'm a little bit quirky and ask too many questions, in all the churches I've been to, um, I really experienced a lot of rejection and disconnection. So um, that seems so contrary to me um, about what the gospel message was. So I ended up like despising the church, even though I still love Jesus. So um, in the darkest of my days in my life, I reluctantly sought out Jesus in the church, but just couldn't get to the point of transformation because of all of those issues. And I stayed stuck for a really long time. So I got drunk for the first time when I was 12 with my brother and my best friends. Um, and you know the rest of that story, right? By the time I was 14, 15, I was heavily into drugs. When I was 16, I turned my back on God um, as a proclaimed atheist. Uh, the next four years are blurry memories to me. Um, I had a come-to-Jesus moment when I was 20 that was bloody and violent and a very long and exciting story that you can come and ask me later. Um, but uh, that incident actually did bring me back to the kingdom. At that point, I did. I quit using all illegal drugs, but I was quietly seduced by the lie that alcohol wasn't something that I needed to give up. Um, Though there was an eternal spiritual shift when I was 20 years old, in the natural, alcohol actually began to gain a firmer and firmer foothold into my life day after day. Um, Addiction. It's a really deep, dark pit. You know that your behavior is messed up. You know that there's something very wrong about the domination that your vice is gaining over your life, but you feel like you can't stop, and you hate yourself for it. Um, After a bad night or a bad incident or a bad situation, you swear up and down that you'll never do it again. For me, these convictions remain strong for a few days or weeks, but they're unsustainable for longer than 30 days since I was 12 years old. Um, Over one year ago, I was in the worst of places. 
Uh, for nearly three years, since the moment I came to Korea, I was caught up in a steep downward spiral of depravity. I'd been doing increasingly worse things I swore I would never do, um, things that destroyed my dignity and my personhood. Um, I was depressed, suicidal, dangerously promiscuous, and had been an alcoholic at that point for nearly 20 years. So um, I should talk about coming to New Philly. Um, when I started coming last April, I was freaked out by the extravagant worship and what looked like clinically insane smiles. All right? And I can say that. I can say that because I have a master's degree and I have a license in clinical psychology. So, yeah. Anyway, um, my, first thought, <laughs> my first thought was, this is a cult. I have to get out of here. Um, but I was also drawn in because it reminded me of something from my youth. Um, I could hear the promise of love, freedom, and peace ringing in the voices of the saints. And so that is why extravagant worship, I think, is so important. Um, during that service, God was talking to me loudly, and that gave me the faint hope that maybe there was something bigger and more real than my addiction. So I came back the next Sunday and the Sundays after that because I longed to be in his presence. Um, I had so little to live for at that point, uh, but it was a major struggle. I felt constantly, constantly, constantly offended by some aspect of the service. I felt isolated because I couldn't relate to all of your wacky smiles and uh, annoyed that Susie Ree and Gina Kim just kept on trying to put that sticky name tag on me. And I'm like, anyway. Um, all right. But, you know, I just honestly, I know you guys all thought I was being really grumpy, but I really just needed the mental space to make an informed choice. Um, so, uh, wow. Why is that funny? That wasn't a joke. <laughs> all right. Um, I joined a small group because I needed to discern if like the new Philly people were as crazy as they looked. Um, and I have to thank the girls in my small groups. So you guys know who you are. Um, I have to thank you guys for being so willing to put up with all of my over analysis of the material. Um, but I had to just examine if the theology made sense to me. Uh, plus I needed to keep you at a distance, like before I committed to anything. Now I have a 10 year commitment. Crazy. <laughs> all right. Um, I don't know what I looked like on the outside at that time, but on the inside, my mind was boiling, boiling with the demons of my addiction. Um, throughout the autumn small group season, I continued to party and engage in drunken foolishness for about two months. Um, in October, I uh, engaged in what can only be called a crazy spiritual war to regain, the, uh, to regain control over my mind. Um, there were days that I felt completely psychotic, but as I began winning each battle, my mind began to unlock from all the lies, all the lies that would take years of backbreak. Oh, wait, where am I? All the lies. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway, let me just tell you about some of the lies, okay? Um, the lie that it was my commitment, my promise to God that would set me free. Uh, the lie that after all of my ever-deepening sins, I was unworthy to receive redemption. The lie that God loved me more when I was being good. The lie that it would take years of backbreaking labor and sweat to overcome a decades-old addiction. The lie that I was even a slave to begin with. Uh, so one Sunday last November, I went to church and I felt a quiet conviction rising up. I remember looking up at God and saying very casually, Yeah, God, uh, I think I'll follow you today. Um, <laughs> Uh, that was the first day of my sobriety, and since then, even though I've been surrounded by partiers for the past five months, I haven't had the temptation at all to walk back into that life. Uh, 
All right. Um, so, after 20 years of living in utter chaotic darkness, you have no idea what it's like to suddenly emerge completely cleansed into freedom. And knowing that I never, ever have to venture back into that black despair that I forever called home. Um, so, this is a God that I declare to know. A God who can break off intense sin with the casual thoughts. A God who can relentlessly chase you through years of rebellion. A God whose pure love consumes all sins, all insecurity, all failings, and establishes establishes us as fully loved, completely free sons of God. Right? So, what the world recognizes as freedom is only the dimmest of shadows compared to what the Lord has been showing me in the past five months. I am absolutely free to live and dance and laugh and love and think. Guys, we can think and understand what is true. We can understand that. And the joy I've been feeling has been exponentially increasing every day. And just when I feel like I can't stand stand anymore, God comes quietly into my mind and opens another huge, ever-expanding compartment in my spirit and gently, lovingly whispers, Mary, there's so much more I want to show you. So, my infinitely loving God has strengthened and sealed every part of me as his own and has given me full permission to run freely with wild abandon anywhere I want to go. Thank you.